Welcome, brave ones, to White Raven School for the Intuitive. I'm your host, Rhonda. Today is the third part of Getting to Know Me. I start this episode at age 33. Threes are my favorite number. Now, me and my spirit sister have come to a plateau in our learning together. Sometimes this happens. We had learned so much together and spent the past few years integrating it. This is a very common thing when we spend a lot of time with our tribe. We only can go so far together. My soul sister Shauna had met a male shaman and Liz and her decided to start training with him. However, my spirits and my life stated that he was not my teacher at this time. But in my life, a woman kept showing up and this would be my next teacher. Enter Des. Over the past seven years or so, I had met this woman, Desiree. She first entered my shop wanting to do teachings of the moon. She was a Scorpio, very powerful and very intense, much like myself. And for some reason, I had a very strong reaction to her and I wasn't really understanding what that was. This is part of the mirror teachings. When we meet people and we have a strong reaction, whether positive or negative, it's something there to teach us about ourselves. I chose at that point not to look in the mirror and see what it was about me. Years later, I had hosted what I was calling Wise Woman Ways. And this was a group of women that I admired, I felt were powerful and strong. And it was us trying to come together to create more magic within our community. At one of these events, Des showed up uninvited with other women friends of mine. I was turned upside down and back around. And I remember taking Sean and Liz to the side and acknowledging my reaction and not really fully understanding what it was. It wouldn't take me long, but I pulled myself together and carried on with our event. I didn't see Des again for many years. When I was in the process of doing my placement for school, I was working at the Friendship Center, the Native Friendship Center here in Midland. And I had put together a program called Healing Through Art, where I was teaching a course on intuitive art. And lo and behold, Des showed up at this course. Now my reaction to her this time was not quite as strong and found through this course that she was quite an interesting individual. And she reminded me a lot of my grandmother, both physically looking and spiritually. We connected over this time um, and I finished my school and ended up with a job. I was working at Norman's Garden Gallery to help put me through school. And Desiree showed up there as well. This time she was looking for 
things to be able to put at a labyrinth in Penetang. I didn't even know there was one. And she asked me if I would help get the labyrinth ready for the garden tour because the labyrinth was going to be on it. And of course, listening to my spirits, I said, I need to go and do this. So off I went to the labyrinth in Penetang, lifting bricks, pulling weeds, and getting it to look as beautiful as it possibly could. Bonding at this time with Desiree and her teachings of the labyrinth, I was fascinated. I remember walking the labyrinths years ago when Quentin was young at Sunnydale Park in Barrie. There were these two beautiful labyrinths, a male and a female, cut into the long grass, and you could walk both of them. Shauna and I and the kids and Liz spent many of summer nights enjoying the labyrinths. Now I was introduced to another labyrinth, and this started me on the journey of labyrinths. <clears throat> then I, Desiree showed up while I was giving Reiki treatments at the Native Friendship Center for their Women's Day event. And she was super excited to see me and wanted and shared with me that she was told she could give spirit names. And I had been for the last year thinking that my name had shifted and I was ready for a new spirit name. I asked as if she would do me the honor of giving me my spirit name. And she agreed. We did an exchange of tobacco and jetstones. And soon she would give me my new spirit name. She did a ceremony for me and asked me to invite people that I loved to it. I invited my husband, my son Xander, and Shauna to this event. And we walked the labyrinth in Penetang together. And she gifted me my name of White Owl Braveheart Woman. I was so incredibly grateful. What a gift. Soon I would gift her a blanket and her and I would start the journey of student and teacher. She took me to many different labyrinths and gave me teachings all the way through. She started helping me work with my dreams and, and learning how to interpret them in a spiritual way about what dream circles were and dream shares. And that started me on a new awakening, both to the labyrinth and to my dreams. Another part of me that awoke during this time and maybe through the labyrinth walks, I was drawn to yoga. I had taken a six weeks class <clears throat> on Kundalini yoga a few years ago. And I loved it. I loved the chanting. I loved the movements. And so now that I was working at a job, I thought I deserve a yoga retreat. And I booked myself to the yoga retreat. It was far away from where I lived and I was very nervous about going there by myself. So I tried to invite numerous people. And to my surprise, it never worked out. And there was only me going. This was a big thing for me for some reason, driving to this yoga retreat, the five, six hour drive it took, and having to cross 
on a ferry to an island all by myself. I cried a lot on this journey there. I think it was about me doing some healing work and I knew it was going to be a powerful weekend and a full moon. When I got there, we sat in a giant yurt and chanted together and did yoga. And I noticed a woman in the yurt and I thought I recognized her from Midland, I thought. And I just sort of put it in the back of my mind, still trying to get myself acclimated to this surrounding that was so different than what I was used to. So I went in for dinner and I sat by myself in the corner, just pulling myself together. And this woman that I recognized asked if she could join me. As soon as she sat down, a bubble went around us and I knew that energies were strong between us. We laughed and shared and instantly there was a connection. Enter soul sister, Nancy. And this woman would change my love for yoga. She was a creative spirit, playful, joyful, and creative. Nancy and I spent the weekend together most of the time talking, sharing, and we decided that we were going to walk the labyrinth together. She'd never walked one, and so I gave her teachings on it. And she walked the labyrinth. It was a powerful experience for both of us. I held space in the energy of the vortex for her. That night, it was a full moon. I had waited to walk the labyrinth in the full moon in the dark. This was my first time walking a labyrinth that night. It was surrounded by bulrushes, this labyrinth, and it glowed in the full moonlight. What a powerful, transforming experience walking a labyrinth under the full moon. I remember just feeling at awe and so connected to this person. Nancy felt that we had been sisters in a previous life in a gypsy setting. I felt it too. I drove home or halfway home and was going to spend the night at Shauna's in Halliburton that night. And I showed a, a picture of Nancy to Liz and Shauna and they too felt like they knew her. After this yoga retreat, I decided I wanted to take my yoga teacher training course. And I was torn between Kundalini yoga and Hatha yoga. I went and interviewed a yoga teacher in our community and decided to do it there. This was a powerful time for me as well. One of the biggest lessons in this was learning to become the student. I'm full of ideas and know a lot of information and stuff. And all I wanted to do was share in class and soon realized that I really needed to be quiet and let myself be the student. The yoga teacher training course lasted almost a year. It was very intense. And it was a lot of self-reflection going within and understanding why I do what I do.
And I received my yoga teacher training, a big accomplish, accomplishment for me. And I'm so proud of myself for it. I met some amazing women in my cohorts in yoga. Nandi, one of them, I still consider a dear friend. It's always great to meet people that have similar likes that you do so that you can share your yoga teachings or whatever teachings it is with that person. My soul sisters, other than Nancy, were not really into yoga. So it was hard to share what I was learning and what I was passionate about with them. I'm so grateful for Mandy because she understood it. And so did Nancy. Through the help of Des, I started to tap more into my dreams. And over the next year, had two transforming, amazing dreams. Life-changing, really. One would birth my mediumship, and one would help shape the white raven. The first dream was when I met Mary Willow. The dream was long, like a story. I wrote it down and drew pictures about it and then had it interpreted through Des and friends. It was one of the most powerful dreams I'd had thus far. And at the very end, there was women lying down and they were being operated on as if they were victims of Auschwitz. I felt so like I knew what was happening and all of them turned to me and said, I was Mary Willow. And I woke up and I realized that Mary Willow was a gypsy who was taken into Auschwitz and would help heal the women that had experiments done on them. This was so incredibly powerful. Knowing that I was Mary Willow in a past life what would I do with that? Well, I would sit in meditation and journal on it and receive many, many messages that would come and make sense to me. There was the connection between my soul sister, Nancy, and Mary Willow. That's when we were sisters. She was Nancy Willow and I was Mary Willow. That's a story that's very personal and for another time, I'm sure. The next big dream was my white raven dream. I was running down a pathway along a river, terrified something was chasing me. And I came to an old apple tree, all gnarled and, and black. And on this tree were three white ravens. And they started flapping their wings and dropping white feathers all over me. And I woke up. I also did a dream share with my friends and Des with this one and realized that this was my initiation into my crone. I had now started my crone's journey, which is menopause. And felt very, very excited about becoming a crone, the wise woman. And now my teachings all stemmed around 
what I wanted to take with me in this next phase of my life, what teachings, what parts of me, what was transforming. Over the next few years, I had started to understand more and more that I needed to step into my teacher role. Last spring, when I went to celebrate the black moon with my girlfriends and my soul sisters, I was given a teaching about a, the power of drumming and dancing naked under a black moon. This would be our second time dancing naked under a black moon. I had found my, my hand drum and birthed it in a labyrinth. And then we danced naked under the black moon. What a liberating, powerful experience. If you've not done it, you really should try it. The black moon awakening, awakening was big for me. I came home from my girls weekend and told my husband, I'm building a labyrinth in our backyard. And Corey being so accommodating with me and all my crazy ways, helped me to build the black moon labyrinth. In two weeks, Corey and I had hauled 500 pounds of stone and just as much sand to create the black moon labyrinth. And she was birthed by the time the full moon came around. This was an incredibly powerful experience for me. And I connected my labyrinth to the labyrinths that I had been to either by sharing stones with the labyrinths or spiritually connecting it and anchoring it in other areas in the four directions. I am now a keeper of a labyrinth and feel so honored and grateful for that. These are some of my stories that I'm going to share. I look forward to sharing more with you. Now that you have a glimpse of who I am and who I'm becoming, welcome to the White Raven School for Intuitive. Until next time, be brave, be love, but most of all, be you.